on maynard.com.au. AU! It's time to get to Bungary. Bungabungas on the air! Hey! We're going to take you to Tokyo via Alexandria with Tim Ferguson at Maynard. Time to get to Bungary and back. Tim, it's our first show for 2022. Everything is looking good. The world keeps spinning. <laughs> the music keeps playing. The dancing, well, the dancing was never all that good. Boom! But you've always been a great dancer. I do my dancing on the inside. With, with a wheelchair, that's a very special bunch of skills. Speaking of skills, I'd like to remind people that I'm New South Wales' premier expert in cardboard wearable terrestrial rocketry construction. And we have a premier who's also into baby construction. Six kids. That's not a bad effort. He must be mildly exhausted. Or Catholic. What's your favourite bit about Catholicism? Is, is it the fact that you're not allowed to actually talk to Jesus directly and you've got to go through the saints, sort of a telephone exchange? That is one of the favourites. Could I just speculate that a lot of Catholicism is in fact just grandstanding? Grandstanding and kneeling. Don't forget the kneeling, may not. <laughs> a whole lot of Catholic showboating going on too. I don't know why people don't dig holes to get even lower. I mean, kneeling is lowering yourself, but really, you know, everybody should have a little shovel. Bunga Bunga 69 with Bunga Bunga News. What's been going on in the world of Tim? Just started uh, work on an art exhibition, which will be coming up shortly. Depends if I run out of paint or not. Also, having a great time, you know, just hanging around with my friends. You know, I miss hunting, but who doesn't? Of course, I went to the art supply store and bought paints to paint my cardboard rock at, and they're about 70 or $80 for the art paints. You use expensive paints, Tim. Yeah, you've got to use the fancy stuff just so... People think you've made an effort. That's actual paint. That's not your Torpman. <laughs> Any live shows booked, Tim? Yeah, I'm going to be coming to Townsville. Townsville's having a festival in the middle of the year. I'll be going up to the Sunshine Coast, be doing a season of the Opera House and maybe get down to Melbourne if it's hasn't been swept into the ocean by COVID. I didn't do the last Mad Club due to I uh, didn't have COVID, but I was I was COVID hesitant, Tim. I didn't want to get it. Yeah, COVID hesitant, I think, is the thing. I mean, there's vaccine hesitant. Well, it's kind of wimpy. It's like, I don't want a needle in my arm and that's my freedom. But being COVID hesitant, I think it's just got more cred, something to really be scared of. I do intend to be back at the Botany View Hotel, Electric Dreams, on the 30th of April. Botany View Hotel, 30th of April. We'll see you there, people. Can we hear just a little bit of Electric Dreams just to get people into it? Oh, let's hear the sounds of Oki. You feel that in your guts, don't you? It's hard to beat it. I've actually got a gig coming on with the all-nighters. I'm emceeing for the all-nighters at the old basement, which is now called Mary's Underground, doing a gig with the all-nighters on August the 20th. That sounds like a huge amount of fun. Can we just hear a little bit of the all-nighters? Oh, listen to these guys. I'll tell you who's doing the support for them, the amazing Woolamaloozers. Do you remember them? No. Well, oh, huge, great cover band that used to play around Sydney during the 80s and the 90s, I think. They really could do a cover of just about anything. But I think they just want me to do a, hello, everybody, that is, this is, hey, everybody, rev up, that kind of stuff. I can do that. You bet you can do that. You do it better than anybody. Will you be appearing on your balcony anytime soon, Tim? Uh, yeah, I'll be singing, don't cry for me, Australia. So don't 
And one thing that we definitely will be doing, and you'll be involved in it too, even though I haven't told you about it yet, Tim, is uh, I'm doing a video live stream called Brain Freeze on uh, Saturday, the 26th of February at 8.30 to 9.30. And we're going to be counting down Andrew Scholl, the guy who does the uh, Coldest 100. We're not going to be playing the whole 100 Coldest 100s, but we're going to be playing the least cold of the Coldest 100. That's on the 26th of February, a live video stream through my Mixcloud account, which uh, is mixcloud.com slash live slash DJ Maynard, or you should be able to find it if you go to maynard.com.au. It'll have a link there. That's Brain Freeze, the coldest 100. And I just want you to introduce maybe the Barry Crocker song. And speaking of news and Barry Crocker, tell everyone the big news. His real name is Crocker, comma, Barry. I thought he was Borry Cracker. He's actually got a number one in the UK last week with the Neighbours theme again. Oh, wow. The reason is because they were thinking of uh, winding up Neighbours in the UK, and if they did that, they probably would wind it up here in Australia too. The fan book page for Neighbours, which would have how many million people on that, they got everybody to buy the Neighbours theme all at the same time. So it jumped to number one suddenly for no apparent reason in the UK last week, Tim. So Barry Crocker had a number one hit in England last week. Should be there for one another. That's when good neighbors become good friends. It's basically to show the people who screen neighbors over there that they should keep it on there. That was the whole idea. It was a show of strength from the fans, Tim. Barry Crocker, a legend. Look up Barry Crocker on YouTube and you'll see him perform some amazing songs on big shows. And the song I want you to introduce on Brain Freeze on the 26th is one of his, you know how he loved, he loved singing those patriotic Australian songs. I love the far horizons, I love the jewel sea, the beauty and her terror, the wide brown land for me. And the grandmas loved it. It's one of those ones he's doing, sung beautifully. So I might get you to intro that. The Coldest 100 was even bigger this year, even more popular, because the songs were even colder. Some shocking highlights. And it's great that Australia can still pull out ghastly music. It's somehow songs by Australians or about Australia that didn't go as expected. Yeah, they were all vision, but when you put them in practice, you know, you are just singing about Toowoomba, and if you're just singing a song about how Toowoomba is, what was it, still alive? Still alive. Well, it's basically saying, Toowoomba, we're not dead yet. We're alive and we're moving, it's making, it's doing, it's Toowoomba. Toowoomba is still Toowoomba. The other one that's in this year is that you can do it for Tasmania. I mean, someone's got to. I think they all do. You can make it in Tasmania. You can make it in Tasmania. Time to have a look at what our Patreons and our listeners have had to ask us. Open the crank mail. Crank mail, crank mail, crank mail. Tim. I haven't heard that noise for a while. What is that That sort of dribbling, watery sound at the end there? It's a dribbling water bird. The dribbling water bird dribbles from both ends. 
<laughs> it's from Tasmania that you mentioned before. It's great to hear it going for a steady stream, which is quite irregular for that breed. Crank mail. This one is from John Black. He's asking for the second season of Don't Forget Your Toothbrush. Tim, what chances has he got of seeing it? We're about to make it. I feel it. Uh, a new series. Can you remember what was before your show, Don't Forget Your Toothbrush, and what was on after your show? Before there was a current affair. After us, I think we'd go to more current affairs. <laughs> so, Tim, what is the poopier show, Married at First Sight or Love Island? Which is poopier? Love Island, Poop. I think. Love Love Island is, you know, it's not real love, uh, and it's not actually a real island. It's just a landlocked peninsula. Hang on, hang on. Are you saying <laughs> it's an archipelago and not an island? Yeah, why oh, would you do it on, hell. on an island? Well, I'm outraged. That raises production costs, being on an actual island and having to import actual love. Love Archipelago. What's the fun in that? Crank mail. So Daryl Adams wants to know, are either of you standing in either state or federal election this year? First of all, I want to say, for using such ableist language, Sir Daryl Adams, <laughs> how dare you say Tim is standing? He can stand, but he chooses to sit in a wheelchair. I'll be running. It will be a very loose affair. The last time I ran was two thousand and. 16, I think, where I have no policies and I make no promises. And I think that's what people want. They want someone in Parliament who can stand up and say, it's got nothing to do with me. Tim Ferguson, independent, will reply to the government. You stand up and you go, it's got nothing to do with me. Thank you. Yes, and and sit back down again. And people even had time to go, what? what? Hang on. What did he say? Sorry? He's finished. Become the not my fault member of Parliament. Yeah, it's your fault for voting for me. That wraps up the Crank Mail. Crank Mail. It's time to find out what's in. Take it away, Tim, in the recording booth. What's in, Maynard's bug bag? As elegant as always, Tim. Well, let's have a look here. I've got two things. I've got a CD, which arrived on a Sunday, which is kind of weird. I ordered it on a Friday night, and it arrived on a Sunday from Amazon. I think, Jeff Bezos, I think he flew to my place with William Shatner and delivered it by hand. Friday night, he got this call in the US going, Maynard wants the Alice in Wonderland Danny Elfman soundtrack on CD. And he went, right, Shatner, we're going. Danny Elfman, great. I've been listening to that. I really love Alice's theme, of course. There's a great reprise of that at the end. Really quite enjoying that. Although there are some people who think that by mixing up a number of his works into one that isn't actually just Alice in Wonderland, they're not being true to the original book. What says Tim? Oh, we've gone past that. I mean, my thing is, unless you are a talking rabbit, you have no place being the talking rabbit in that film. Unless you are an identical twin of someone called Tweedledum or Tweedledee, you have no place even looking at that dialogue. It's stolen valour. There's a CD. That's in my bug-out bag, so in case I'm called on in the middle of the night to leave the room with nothing else but a false passport and a loaded forty-five, things in my bug-out bag. Tim, time for you to flex those intellectual muscles of yours and take us to a place in history. That's right. It's a place where Tim Ferguson inserts himself this time into history and tries to make things better. Tim Ferguson's historical hypothetical. Are you ready? Oh, 
Oh, no. Oh, well, you, oh, you, oh, you, oh, you're not ready? Oh, no, I, I haven't prepared anything. I mean, you want me to know everything about world history? I've got no material. Here we go. We're going to put you in a place. The time, 48 BC. Oh, thank God. Which stands for before calming drugs. I'm all over the Great year. And let's go to ancient Egypt because Horace Hubris wrote into us and suggested this. We're putting you just before the burning of the Library of Alexandria. Tim, you're there. How do you make it better? And you can't say use the library at Chippendale because we're talking about the one in Egypt, not the one in Sydney. Damn it. If I'm there just before, just to say, save the reference books and the maps. But the fiction, eh, it comes and goes, and it might turn out to be politically incorrect because it's of its time. Did they have a copy of the Thornbirds at that library? They had the equivalent, which is young librarian lives in the middle of nowhere, guy comes from somewhere, they fall in love, mum gets angry. You know, it's the same story. Bunga Bunga was there. Here we have an actual recording of Cleopatra when she found out things had not gone well at the library. The great library of Alexandria. How dare you and the rest of your barbarians set fire to my library? You could tell she was very angry about the conflagration of the books. Very embarrassing to go, oh, no, all the knowledge in the world has just been set fire to. So there's only one thing to do when that happens in ancient Egypt, and that is bring in Bananarama. Well, that seems to help a little bit. A lot of things have been said about the uh, sacking of the Library of Alexandria, but has anyone ever thought insurance job? That explains the whole thing. It explains why she was so histrionic. It's like, oh, no, who has burnt my library? Couldn't possibly have been me. How dare you and the rest of your barbarians set fire to my library? No, that's very good. That's the reason why. That should, that's the movie that needs to be made. There you go. Tim has probably done something. I thought you might have tried to stop them by asking, uh, well, you could have told them to be quiet. Oh, yeah. You could yeah. have shushed it's them. Just, Shh. There just would have been so many politically incorrect books written at that time, and I think we're better off without them. Thank you, Horace Hubris, for that. Just a bunch of Harold Robbins novels. I wonder if they had any Dennis Lilly books, because he wrote a lot of books. Speaking as a regular library goer, unless there are Tintin books, what's the point? Who's the raciest character in Tintin, you reckon, Tim? What's the name of the opera singer? Castafiora. There's a lot going on there, I think. Tim has to deeply dip into his soul, into his psyche, and give us a right of reply. It's time for Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. Don't expect too much. Tim! The Prime Minister has been doing his best to write comic material. First, there was that great sketch at the hair salon where he was washing someone's hair. Then he goes and plays on a ukulele, April Sun in Cuba, in front of his family who were not embarrassed. Take me to the He's doing his best to formulate comedy. Now, a lot of people have jumped on him and said, you can't do that, and it's inappropriate playing a ukulele given the Hawaiian conundrum. Comedy's a thing that takes time. You've just got to let him have a go. He's formulating new ideas, new juxtapositions, and he's pushing the boundaries. Don't expect too much. Well said there, Tim. Something in that for everybody. Maybe not for me because I didn't understand some of the bigger words, but thank you for Tim Ferguson's right of reply to a question nobody asked. 
Does your head hurt now, Tim? It always hurts, man. I... Hey, you've been listening to any music lately you'd like to recommend to us? Yeah, I've been listening to this new album by David Bowie. Neighbors, everybody needs good neighbors. Just a friendly wave each morning helps to make a better day. Totally Bowie. I've got, by the Tokyo Scar Paradise Orchestra, they put out an album about every six months and have continuously done that since 1987. The new one's called Happy Ending and the clip has most of the band on a large truck and the singer coming along in a Suzuki Mighty Boy bipping the horn with two black ninjas who break into a dance with him and then drive off again. And it really gets going, but I, I quite like it, Tim. You're a bit of a Scar fan. Of course, it fits in with the gig I'll be doing with the all-nighters in August. You can never listen to a Scar fan and go, oh, and now I'm sad. Scar is up. Totally in Japanese. So like I like to say, sing along. If it's come from Tokyo, you know it's good. We started in Chippendale and we ended up in Tokyo. It's been a great journey, Tim, but it's time for a happy ending. I'll see you later, Tim, on Bunga Bunga 70. Bunga Bunga 70. We just got through 69 without making one joke. Oh, come on, everybody. Lay off the horn. And there it is. Bunga Bunga.
Stop recording now, Richard. Right, stopping now. On Maynard.com.au. Hey, you! Bryson and Hugh. Everything digital. <laughs> 